Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. I just, yeah, cool. I've actually, yeah, cool. Got, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Two drinks in a mile. Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drinks Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Good evening, Brett. Good evening. We are... Mr. Bond. Yeah, good evening. Which accent do you want to do? Because there's a few accents... Of questionable quality throughout I will, this film. I will not do the um, Korean, Korean accent. accent. I thought the South African accent, which was terrible, <laughs> was going to be the baddie. That reminds me of a time that I pretended to be South African. Oh, when you we were just won rugby. the World Cup. We Australia or we South Africa? We South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> we had just won the World Cup. Yeah, and I'm like, did you watch their rugby? And then I was actually talking was to like, someone. like, no, I've been watching Blood Diamond. When we were out, we were, I was talking to someone and I was having this conversation with him. And then a partway through the conversation, he gave me this really weird look. And I went, oh, fuck, I lost my accent. He's <laughs> like, what the hell, man? <laughs> God, what a night. So on that note, let's have a drink. <laughs> Um, this is uh, from a book that we got recently that we won't mention the name of because they're not paying us any money. Yeah. And it is... Uh, By circumstance, Die Another Day was in the book. It's not like we read the book and went, let's do that one. No. Yeah. Die Another Day was in the book and it is a mojito uh, which Pierce Brosnan buys Halle Berry because in 2002, if you're James Bond, as soon as you buy a woman a drink, she has to sleep with you. So, But also, if you're a, if you're Halle Berry, you just randomly take a drink from a stranger in Cuba. Yeah, and then sleep with them. But share a drink. They shared the drink, didn't they? Well, that's how you know it's not roofied, if he sipped yeah, it first. That's true. Apart from, we'll definitely talk about some so, of the moves what that have we got in it? Pierce uh, makes. It's got white rum, mint leaves. Lime juice, yep, and sugar syrup. soda water, and agave syrup. I couldn't find any, which, surprisingly. Yeah, surprising isn't in the uh, so I put suburban um, yeah. bottleos. Uh, so instead of that, I put some pink grapefruit cordial in it. <laughs> we had leftover from last week. No, it is. Uh, there is sugar syrup. Sugar in it. syrup, uh, homemade. Because I don't like homemade sugar syrup soda water. So hopefully this has some sweetness. Uh, but this is a mojito. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's oh, nice. Yeah. I've yep. done well. Yeah, I'm good with that. I've had a mojito before and actually that's pretty good. Well done. Let's stick with a mojito. Nailed it. Um, I went out last night for a friend's birthday. Shout out to Sarah if you're listening. Yes, hi Sarah. Um, and hopefully the eight other people I spoke to about the podcast are also <laughs> listening. Um, I... One of my friends had a drink. Yep. That was. Do you remember we did for a league of their own? Patreon.com slash two drink cinema. Yes. One of the drinks we did was 
the farmer's daughter. Oh, yeah. It was like a punchy strawberry yeah. thing. They made that, but without vodka. So I didn't really see the point. Yeah. But I taste it. I'm like, punch it, it doesn't taste like, it just tasted like soda water. Oh. And they were like, it had apparently had some strawberry or raspberry syrup in it. And I'm like, no, I made this for my podcast, Two Drink Cinema. And you get the strawberries and you crush them up in there. Muddle them. Yeah. And she goes, that's what I thought. I'm like, well, I made that and it was good. So if you ever come to my house and you want one, let me know because it was good. Bring your own strawberries, yeah. not this time of the year when they're $8 a punnet. Yeah, I'm glad we did We did that earlier in the year. Yeah, we have done the uh, nice. mojito now. Well done. Mm. I need to sleep with a British spy. This um, or Halle Berry, either way. I'm pretty sure I watched a bootleg version of this movie. Because I don't know if you noticed, I watched it on the streaming service. I watched it on a streaming service as well. I'm not sure if you noticed, but the, the sound was really MGM bad? logo moved at the start of the film. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm on like, s- on Stan? Yeah. Oh, like, I didn't notice. Did I? Am I watching a bootleg here? God. Like, the lion obviously moves when he roars, because in 2002, this was the only thing keeping MGM going. Yeah. But the logo moved, like the guy sitting in the theatre filming it with his camcorder. Yeah. Um, do you reckon that's the reason why the surfing at the start looks really bad because it was bootleg? Or uh, do you reckon no, that was just that's bad? just because it was 2002. Yeah, okay. While the surfing at the start and at and, the end, and at the end. Uh, both looked really bad. The music is a very good theme tune. Not the song. Not the song. Not yeah. Die Another Day. But... The Bond, the Bond, the Bond theme is elite. I think is my second favorite non-John Williams movie music theme. So your first favorite is Back to the Future. My first favorite non-John Williams is Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yes. And then James Bond, not Michael Giacchino, Incredibles. That's interesting. Oh, that is tough. Fucked you up now, haven't I? Patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema. Okay then. It is Back to the Future, Incredibles, Superman, James Bond. Superman is John Williams. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying my overall top five movie themes. What was your first one? I wasn't listening. Back to the Future. Okay. Then Incredibles. Yep. Then Superman. Yep. Then James Bond. Yep. Then it's tough for five because Danny Elfman's Batman is very good. Mm. Uh, but also, there's lots of John Williams that are very good. I like um, Raiders March. Jurassic. Jurassic, yep. Like the 5 to 10 spots. Gone with the Wind has a good score. The 5 to 10 spots are John Williams. It's just which John Williams it's they E.T., are. chuck in there. Star Wars, like you have to put in there. Star. There's two main ones from Star Wars. There's Raiders March from Indiana Jones. Oh, so you're not talking about a score. You're just like a theme. Theme. In the thing. Yeah. Right, because the score of this movie is average. Because my favorite the James Star Bond Wars theme, one, great. My favorite Star Wars one isn't like Star the Star Wars main one. It's one of the other ones where they go on like fucking Ewok planet or whatever, and it's like boop, 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 boop. well, that's a theme. And then like in the Family Guy one when they're shooting <laughs> yes. and Peter's there singing it, it's very funny. Oh, okay. So that's that's my favorite. That's a theme. Anyway, Star Wars has multiple themes. It has the main title theme. It has Luke's theme, it has Leia's theme, which is the love theme. Yeah. And then it has the Imperial March, which is Darth Vader's and the baddies theme. Yeah. Um, you know what's cute? 
What? A little mini satellite thing that you step in the ground. Oh, yeah. We're going back to the movie. Yeah, a little satellite dish that is a beacon. Yeah. Um, That's what made me want to find the Mavis Beacon typing tutor. (laughs) You don't hear the word beacon often in a day-to-day conversation. I do because there's this thing at work that people use and it's called beacon. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not going to say any comments about that. It. So when he said, I've set up the beacon, yeah. or when the screen came up and said beacon, I had a flashback to the Mavis Beacon typing tutor. Yes. Which was the way to entertain kids while also learning them how to teach them I how to I was type. okay at the actual typing, but my favorite one was where you were like the checkout person and you had to oh, put yeah. in the numbers. Because I, I, like, I'm like elite. And there was ast- like asteroids coming and you would type the word and you had to shoot an and asteroid. You had to, uh, no, and you were doing how much is this? And you have to go like 3.75, which came me very handy when I started working at account. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was how much is this loaf of bread? Bread. How much is this chips? No, chips. you had to be like this and then you had to put in a thing. Oh, and okay. Actually, if you can hear on the thing, you actually had to yeah, hit yeah. it that hard. You Because you were aggressive. Pause the game. I can't pause it, mum. I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> I'm in the middle of checking out all these groceries in the aim of growing up to either work in an accounting firm or at Coles. <laughs> Coles is all touchscreen now and it's all self-service. You don't need to price anything these days. Mm. <laughs> I just got some lime pulp up through the straw. Can we go back to talking about music? Yeah, sure. Because it is certainly not the best <clears throat> Bond theme. I looked up. Nor is it the best Madonna song. No. Like sometimes you go, this is not a great Bond theme, but when you go, this is a Duran Duran song, you go, oh, it's not too bad. This is a no on both counts. This is a top bottom of the list almost on both. Yeah. I I looked up um, uh, for people's interest um, what a ranking of the Bond songs. Did you look up why she goes on about Sigmund Freud in the song? No, no, Because I also can't work out any psychological references in the film's story either. No. It was too... (laughs) Also, I was expecting scorpions to be much more of a thing in the movie. Well, they tortured him in North Korea with scorpions, but that was just one line that M's chief of staff said. Yeah. It was a bit weird. Yeah. Um, So I looked up a ranking. Yep. Surprisingly, Buzz, Buzz, Buzzfeed. No, of it's Variety. No. Oh, okay. Um, surprisingly, not the worst song. According re- to this ranking, I reckon the Duran Duran one is. No, don't tell me it's Thunderball because that is a tune. No, it's not. Okay, should we just go through them? Yeah. So we'll start at the start. Number one. What's your number one? Goldfinger. Okay, that's number two. Living which is surprising. Die. Number one is Diamonds Are Forever. Oh, well, it was either going to be Shirley or Paul for the number one spot. So Shirley Bassey has the number one and the number two spots. Okay. Uh, then number three is John Barry and Orchestra, James Bond theme. Well, that doesn't need to be in there because that's in every film. But also, it's not the song. Number four is You Only Live Twice by Nancy Sinatra. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Live and Let Die. Yep. Number six, Louis Armstrong. We have all the time in the world from On Her Majesty's Cricket Surface. Yes, which that's is a good probably one. the worst movie. Yeah, it's uh, not a great movie. Nobody does it better from Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, Carly is that Lulu? Simon. Oh, that's number seven. Because <laughs> uh, that's a good song on its own too. True. John Barry Orchestra again. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Number oh, eight. Okay. The number movie, th- movie was that shit that no one actually wanted to write a song for it. Yeah. Number nine is Billie Eilish. No time to die. That's a good one. Sky falls in there. Number 10 is Shirley Bassey again with Moonraker. Good. Number 11 is Thunderbolt. Moonraker. 
Thunderball's a great song. Number 12, Duran Duran. Yeah. Do a kill. See, it's not that shit. Number 13, Adele, Skyfall. Great one. Number 14 is Tina Turner, Goldeneye. Yep. Oh, yeah. Number 15 is Lulu, Man with the Golden Gun. Lulu. Number Too 16. Love. Number 16, For Your Eyes Only by Sheena Easton. Nine to five. Number 17 is You Know My Name by Chris Cornell from Casino Royale. Oh, that's a good one. Number 18 is All Time High from Octopusher by mm. Rita Coolidge. Cheryl Crow, Tomorrow Never Dies, is, comes in at number 19. Also not a great movie. Number 20 is The World Is Not Enough by Garbage. Not a bad song, average movie. That's the one with Denise Richards. She plays Christmas Jones. Oh, that's right. From Russia With Love is number 21 by Matt Munro, whoever that is. Okay. Oh, number, so they've ranked everyone. Yeah. Number okay. <laughs> number 22 is Die Another Day by Madonna. Oh, it's almost so there's, the bottom. There's four songs Sam, worse so than this. Sam Smith's is worse than Madonna's. Number 23 is Jack White and Alicia Keys' Another Way to Die from Quantum of Solace. Mm. Number 24 is Aha, The Living Daylights. Yeah, okay, I'm okay with that. Number 25 is License to Kill by Gladys Knight. Where's Sam Smith's? Number 26 oh, okay. out of 26 is Sam Smith, Riding on the Wall. No. You win an Oscar, but you're the worst one. Yeah, no. Die Another Day is worse than Sam Smith's. Because Die Another it's Day, also worse apart than from being... Jack White's. Apart from being a not a great Bond Song because it doesn't go with the no. whole aspect of the, whatever. It's not that, a great song. It's just a bad song. But and neither is the dance remix at the end. It doesn't make it any better. But then strangely, it debuted in the US charts and peaked at number eight. The song was nominated for a Golden Globe for best original song. Yeah, they don't do that right. Though. But also nominated for a Razzie for worst original song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sir Elton John has called it the worst Bond theme ever. Well, there you go. And I'm, I'm no, with Sir. Because he I'm wrote with, zero. I mean, Elton. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wrote none of them, surprisingly. Yeah. As if you wouldn't go to Elton. I've gone Bond to song. Elton, like, all the time. Every Bond song, that every Bond movie that came out, the first person I would have called would have been Elton. After Shirley. Like, once you couldn't yeah. call Shirley anymore. Yeah. Call Elton. She did. I don't know. Maybe she's retired. I'd also give a Julie Andrews a crack at her singing a song. Oh, no, too nice. She's way too nice. Yeah. She couldn't sing about sex. I'd rather die. Another... You don't have to sing about something that's in the movie, though. She sings about Sigmund Freud. Analyze this. Yeah. She wrote this. She wrote that song for Analyze This, Yeah, not yeah. Die Another Day. Okay. Um, those... One more thing about music. Yeah, go for it. I love John Barry and Orchestra, Bond yeah. theme. Yeah. The third greatest Bond song of all time. Yes. <laughs> but I did not like the slightly Latin version that we got for this movie. Oh, in when they went to Cuba. No, at the start. There's a little no, there's no. a little something Latin drums going on underneath the opening titles. The oh, first, it did sound a bit yeah, weird when he's walking in the circle. Yep. Yeah. I just want full orchestra. Blast me with the trumpets, yeah. shoot down the barrel, yeah, done. and then Madonna can do whatever shit she wants. And then the circle goes off to the corner and then comes back. And then it zooms out yeah. on where you are. Did you know, speaking of where you are, it's a Bond thing that each movie, the story takes place on three different continents. Now, if you watch a Bond movie... Oh, fuck. Now I'm going to not yeah. be able to... <laughs> I have to watch 24 more Three Bond different movies. continents. Three different continents. Really? This one, 
Europe, Europe, because London, Asia, North Asia, Korea. and uh, South well, America. London, Iceland is Europe too. That's true. Um, Cuba is Central Americas, America, yeah. Uh, and yeah, North Korea North is Asia. Korea. And honkers. Well, now I'm going to have to... Watch every Bond movie ever again. Yeah, because like No Time to Die, I don't really remember where that was. No Time to Die. Because I feel like that was just in Europe. No, he went to Asia. Has it come down here? He hasn't come come to Australia. (gasps) James Bond down under. What about Jimmy Bond, bro? What about James Bond? What about the Pogo Pogo? Anyway, what I'm about not doing Jimmy that. Bond doing the Bogo Pogo, Pogo, Mister Mr. Bond? He did the Bogo Pogo real good with with Jinx, and then real good with Rosamund Pike. Yeah. Um. Now you can say things. <laughs> I don't know about the science of a landmine or hovercrafts. Okay, but I'm sure that the hovercrafts that occasionally do hit the ground, would set off a landmine. Well, do you want to know something? No. They bust the myth? No, they proved that it could be done. Hovercrafts can hovercraft over landmines. I'm not sure. Mm. There are times where the hovercrafts do dip a little to the side and some things touch the ground. If one of them had touched a landmine, kaboom. But the general hovercraft hovering over a landmine, Mm. all good. Back to the Future 4, it's going to be set in the demilitarized zone of North Korea. Well, because that was my other comment, because it's clearly from a different scientific universe of Back to the Future. Because in Back to the Future 2, hoverboards don't work on water. But That's in true. Die Another Day, the hovercraft things go work over on water. Landmine. Oh, and water. They go over water as well. well. I think that's part of so the So one point. of my comments is I didn't think things could hover on water. Well, I think hovercraft technology is different to hoverboard technology. I guess it's propelled, so and it has momentum. Air. It's yeah, but if it's got enough air. air to, this is my thing. If it's got enough air to hover, air pressure, it, the pressure on the land to bomb the mine. Yeah, I also. I'm not a myth. I'm not a mythbuster. I also didn't understand. Speaking of, some things blow up landmines and some things don't. At the end, the concentrated rays of the sun from Icarus. Oh, slowly blow melt. Up, blow up a landmine, a lots of landmines, and yeah. the missile that was shot at it by the American army. Yeah. But don't really damage the plane. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't, yeah. They the whole fly? science of the plane confused me as well. They, she yeah. shoots a hole in the window, right? Yeah. And then it, but, but, and people get sucked out. Yes. That's fact. That's science. Yeah. But only some people. And Other only ones some are of the time. Things. No, but then later on, they after did. they've gone through the thing, yeah. then they're like, oh, let's just have a sword fight. No, well, once you get down to the altitude. Yeah, I don't know. Because the thing is, when you're in the high air, the 30,000 feet, nah. there's less air pressure outside than inside, which pushes you out. Yeah, true. Okay. Okay. That's the one science thing I know. <clears throat> two, I know two science things about flying. You know what? The would... other is that I can't do it. Yeah, that's a good thing to know from when you're jumping yeah. off things. Um, you know when how how movies could be quicker in life? How if male soldiers weren't so distracted by sexy women, Halle Berry would be dead. She wouldn't have even got the gig. No, the whole TV series Alias, no chance. Yeah, that's like Jennifer Garner's whole thing. She I'm just wears just, a different wig. Yeah, she just makes herself look hot slightly differently. 
and then she's a really good agent. Yeah. Sorry, Jennifer. Jennifer Garner's great. Yeah, she's great. Love her in other things. But the point... I can't think of anything now, now but... The point uh, of a lot of Bond films is that James particularly is quite distracted by the Yarbos. Yeah, at one point he's having sex with Rosamund Pike and Halle Berry's actually doing her job. Yeah. And half of it, her job of distracting the guards with her Yarbos. Yeah. Do you know, speaking of Halle Berry, interestingly, mm. Selma Hayek was considered. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Someone else who screen tested. Are they a singer? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Bloopers. <laughs> Someone else who screen tested, not an actor, Ooh. but has experience with murder. <gasps> And uh, is a singer. Selena Gomez. No. 2002. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are they killed? Were they killed? No. Sharon Tate? A singer who has experience with murder. Angela Lansbury? Sophie Ellis Bexter. Oh, that's terrible. Murder on the dance floor. I would have preferred Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> Ted, 20 years after Murder, She Wrote finished. <laughs> What's her name? Sally Fletcher? Sally Fletcher. Is that her name? No, that's um, Kate Ritchie's character at Home and Away. Wait, no, I think that was my year 10 English teacher or maths teacher. Angela Lansbury from Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Yeah. Was in Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. Uh, and Louise she... Fletcher. No, that was my maths teacher. Sandy Fletcher. Sandy Fletcher. <laughs> Jessica Fletcher. Jessica Fletcher. A shout out to Sandy if you're listening. <laughs> shout out to anyone. Sandy. <laughs> And Sandy's a teacher. Um, I hope Sandy's listening. She'd probably be proud I worked at her accounting firm. Murder, she wrote. Okay, so Angela Lansbury. Let's go oh. back and have a look how old she would have been. She would have played a good M. Um, she is born in 16th of October, 1925. So she's currently 96. So she would have been 76. <laughs> 76. The oldest Bond girl in history. Would have looked very different coming out of that water. <laughs> it would have been like, oh, you've been in the water a long time. Like, like, no, I'm just 76 <laughs> years old. <laughs> Mojito? Yes, let me take my teeth out. What What kind of what kind of puns would he have come up with when flirting oh. with a 76-year-old uh, cosy, cosy um, mystery author? Yeah. Um, something she would have solved it, and probably a lot quicker than they did. Jessica Fletcher, mother of Sandy and Sally and whoever else Fletcher, yeah, would have solved this. Um, but it wasn't a murder. No, it was all kinds of weird things. <gasps> you know what? I don't think that what. Okay, okay. This is you need to open your laptop for what okay. I'm about to say because it's related to an old English lady being a mother. Mother to open your. <laughs> She's not English. <laughs> Open your um, laptop. And what am I doing? And I want you to... Am I Googling? Google image. You have to go to images because I don't want it to give away... um, How do I go to images? Yep. The thing that it's going to be. Okay? Yep. All right. I need you to look up the baddie who's obsessed with diamonds. It's Toby Stevens. Okay. His father... What? This is just... 
pictures of Toby Stevens. Okay, because I want you to be looking at Toby Stevens when I say this. He looks like um his father Tom Hiddleston is Robert Stevens, who was a highly successful and sought after actor in the early days of the British National Theatre. Right. Okay. Robert Stevens met an actress at Uh-oh. the Royal National Theatre, who we know and love. As Angela Lansbury. Toby Stevens is the son of Dame Maggie Smith. <laughs> Look at him. There was one, I looked nah. it up, and I, there was one scene towards the end where I was like, oh my God. Oh, I can see it in that photo. He looks like Maggie Smith. I can see it in that photo. Which I had no idea that Maggie Smith's son was an actor. Oh, 559 Toby Stevens photos. That's, that's far too many. <laughs> it's way too many. Anyway, that's my oh, fact. Six degrees of Maggie Smith. So there you go. Whenever we need to link a Bond, Bond movie to Maggie Smith, we've got Toby Stevens. Yeah. Or I would just go Judy Dench. That's true as well, <laughs> actually. Uh, if we need Pierce Brosnan. There you go. That's a bit of a giveaway. No, it's not for the end of it. Judy Dench, very good. Mm. This is an average, average movie overall, right? I'm giving away what I'm going to give it on the Minquo score later. Yeah. But Judy Dench is like this little pocket of quality. She's very good. Like It's just like, oh, I just surfed into Pyongyang uh, and then like hovercrafted over some landmines was maybe poisoned by scorpions and grew a full beard in 14 months. And that all is ridiculous. But then Judy Dench walks into the room. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is a serious Oh, movie this is now. a legitimate It's thing. a serious spy yeah. movie, this yeah. is. She's a great M. She's a better M than Ray Fiennes. Correct. She's a better pretty much almost anything than Ray Fiennes. I still... I, you know what? I reckon she would have done Voldemort pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Angela Lansbury also would have been great as Voldemort. Angela Lansbury, yeah. <laughs> she would have killed it. No, she Off would have to been bed with you now, Chip. She would have been Snape. She would have been um Bellatrix Lestrange. I'd watch that. Imagine that. Can we recast it with all old people? If we were famous. Harry Potter is Toby Stevens. We'd just get <laughs> all old people no, he'd be wrong. to play those people. Like someone Ian McKellen would be Dumbledore. No, but he see, almost Dumbledore's already old. That's true. But you'd get like Ian McKellen. No, you get. Can you get Patrick Stewart to be Sirius Black? And not Voldemort. Okay. No, because um, Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury's, Lansbury's already Voldemort. No, Judy Dench. Judy is Dench Voldemort. is Voldemort. Angela Lansbury's Bellatrix. Okay. Yeah. And then okay. Patrick Stewart. Yep. Is Sirius Black. Yep. And. We're running out of people. Ian McKellen is Snape. And Toby yep. Stevens is Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, something about Judy Dench. Rosamund Pike, it's her first film. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her IMDb starts now. That's good. Her IMDb started five days before they started filming. That's how late she was cast in the whole thing. Oh. In my research for this film, I feel like it was a case of they'd written a script and hired a director and then this director just was like, hey, what about this? Hey, what about this? Oh, hey, okay. what about this? Yep. 
because sounds like that the windsurfing at the end was Terrible. put in last minute. Yep. The they decided where they were going to build the ice palace, Iceland, and yeah. where they were going to do the chase on the ice at the end. Okay. But then when they got there, they realized that ice doesn't freeze. That lake doesn't really freeze over. Okay. Because Iceland isn't actually that icy. icy. Yeah. So they had to dam the river so that enough... Actually. Yeah. They dammed the river so that enough water would build up so it would freeze. Because the flowing water... Yes. ...is one of the things that stopped it from freezing science. Yep. Um, they all. He was also then like... Hey, and I want this chase to actually go in the palace as well. Oh, ridiculous. After, that looks so dumb. After they built the palace. So they had to then <laughs> reinforce the palace with these all these steel beams so that it could take these cars. It just feels like he was making it up as he went along. Rosamund Pike was cast five days before filming. The first ever scene she filmed in a movie was her in the office with Judy Dench. Oh God! And she's like, I imagine mean, that day one. Yeah, five. Like she was good. She was good. She was actually good in that scene too. The the first line, she looked a bit nervous, and then later on, she was like, oh, especially James Bond, and then she fucks him anyway. Yeah, which within like thirty five seconds of seeing him at the ice palace. Yeah, that ice palace car drive thing. We're skipping ahead a bit. Oh, I thought you were going to say that ice palace does not lend itself to sex. No. Not f- no. Not on an ice bed. No. Bed made of ice? Um, no, thanks. The uh, the ice palace driving the cars through. Stupid. Looked less like James Bond movie and more like Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin. Or Fast and the Furious 8, Iceland Drift. Yeah. Stupid. Fast and Furious, yeah. Fast and Furious, I think they're past 8, aren't they? They're up to like Fast, 15. Oh, they are F9. F9. Fast and the Furious 10. Ice to meet you. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger makes yeah. an appearance as Mr. Freeze I wouldn't be, in the I wouldn't, Fast and the Furious franchise. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, we're going to watch Batman and Robin uh, at some point, yep. and it's going to be terrible. Colin Salmon is a great chief of staff for him. Colin Salmon is a great name. It is. I don't know if we needed London Calling in there. The song? Yeah. I don't remember it. I die another day in my head the whole time. Oh, don't get me started on fencing. This was, uh, before you do, this was the first movie without Desmond Llewellyn. Who was Who was Q. Q. Uh, John Cleese is a good Q. died, I don't think so. No, but you like John Cleese. One thing I like about Desmond Llewellyn being Q is that he is, Desmond Llewellyn plays straight, serious, well. Yes, and so the the humour comes just from this very serious man being frustrated by James Bond. Yeah. And maybe it's because of everything else that John Cleese has done, either side of this, but I can't, you watch, can't John watch John Cleese serious. be serious. No. Even if he's playing this super straight, Yeah. all I see is Sir Lancelot from Holy Grail. <laughs> Yeah, being frustrated by an invisible car, or although it, when he's this age at this time, I see more as when he was in Will and Grace. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a sitcom that he's in that he purely just did for the money, and I watched two episodes of because I was like, oh, it's just John Cleese, 
And then in the second episode, I'm like, what? In the second episode. So I didn't even need my full 44 minutes. That is Mm. my general rule. In the second episode, I'm like, why the fuck am I still watching this? Can't remember the name of it. But if there's a recent sitcom that you think you might want to watch because it's got John Cleese in it, don't go back and watch Faulty Towers. Yep. Um, Anyway, what I was saying about Q... John Cleese plays Q, and one of the things they've kind of said, the Eon Productions, to justify the recasting of James Bond is that James Bond 007 is a designation, yes, not a name. Yeah. And so that's why we've changed M's, we've changed Q's, we've yeah. changed R's, we've changed What's James R? Bond's. Who's R? R was John Cleese before he became Q. Okay. You moved alphabet up in the alphabet, yeah. um, and Q stands for quartermaster, oh, which is the man that or the officer that is in charge of setting up camp and providing the supplies to the unit when they go to places. Yeah, in the military, and the visible cars that don't really look that good. Yeah, the Aston Martin Vanquish, which was a new car, Ford owned Aston Martin, and this was the movie where Aston Martin came back into being Bond cars. Because Ford had a new one that they really wanted to be in it, so they outbid Jag um, and got the Aston Martin back in the Bond films. Nice. Um, fencing. Yeah. Madonna, unnecessary. Um, oh, terrible. One, that it's Madonna, and two, the character. Yep. Um, keeping notes for our arousal score later. Oh, yeah. You handle your weapon well, says Madonna to James Bond. I'll always keep my tip up. I've been known to keep my tip up. That is... that I actually, like, laughed at that line. (laughs) Well, before even that, like, this is after, on the horniness scale, he walks up behind Halle Berry and just says... Nice view. Yeah, creep. He's a creep. Bond is a creep. Yeah. This Bond is a creep. I feel he got less creepy when it was Daniel Craig. Bond from Connery to Brosnan, creep. Yeah. Roger Moore's slightly less creepy. Is that because he's so old? It's just like, oh, look at this fun old man. No, but the one where Sean Connery came back in the middle of Roger Moore's run, he's old. Yeah, this is... And you know what? Like... We don't like to say it, but the 60s were a different time. Yes. And so the way James Bond talks in the 60s to women is a different time. But Pierce, this is 2002. Yeah, it's a bit... But you have to... It's that thing where they had to keep it the same thing because that's what a Bond movie is. Yeah. For then. And it did require an almost full reset by Casino Royale. Yeah, which they did and they've done well. For him to... It's still a bit problematic, but... Yeah, but it like it's not like I, he meets Vesperlin on the train and then they have sex in the toilets. No, like they at least wait till they get to a hotel. They room. Wait to, no, well, they wait until she's experienced some trauma and then he takes advantage of her. Yeah, um, <laughs> that sounds so bad. It's not quite that. I bad. tell you what's it's hard to do that this movie didn't quite succeed in special effects. Well, oh. that editing as well. Um, no, but trying to make fencing manly. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a manly duel with fencing. 
That's why they got rid of the fencing swords yeah. and picked up every other sword That's in the joint. Still just made it bad. I don't know. And there was some really bad editing in that fight scene. Well, and Pierce Brosnan looked so slow. Yeah. Like, he just looked old. And even later, speaking of him looking old, it looks like when he's running to the plane, Halle Berry's just jogging along behind him. he runs really weird. Yeah, and slowly. Yeah. Halle Berry could totally have got on the plane before him. Yeah. But that can't happen because he's James Bond. Yeah. That, and he has to help her on. That fight is ridiculous. The There's a lot dumb. of pauses while they're waiting for the other man to make the move. Yes. In the choreography. There's a lot of like just jumping over flow. things. The, 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 the fight doesn't flow. Yeah. It's just like this bit of the fight. Cut. Next. This. Next. But also really like bad. nothing's actually happened. The, like James Bond knows... About Gustav Graves. But Gustav Graves doesn't know about James Bond. Yeah, and it escalated very quickly. He escalates so quickly. Oh, but then, mm. spoiler alert. But he does he know, does who, James know who James Bond, is. Bond is. Oh, my that apologies. That makes sense now. I'd only just thought of that then. Okay, my apologies, Mr. Tamahori, who directed the film. I'm not apologizing for what I said before about you making it up as you go along, but I'll apologize for uh, Gustav Graves' overreaction. Miss Frost. Miss Frost. She must be at home in a nice palace. Um, Mr. Kill? No. Yeah. No, that's stupid. I'd rather he be called Random Task than Mr. Kill. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather be called Number Two. Do you know... My Number Two? Speaking of Austin Powers... Number Two. Yeah. Gold Member came out just before this. And it's a much better movie with a better song. Well, Eon Productions took Goldmember to court. Because it's a Goldmember, Goldfinger. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the spy who loved me, the spy who shagged me, they didn't have a problem with that. I hope I hope they're um not doing I hope we're not doing Goldmember next episode and this is my facts for the <laughs> trivia. The part of the Let's just do it anyway. <laughs> part of the settlement was that every showing of Goldmember had a trailer. For Die Another Day before it. Oh, really? Yeah. And that from then on, every Austin Powers title needed to be approved by Eon Productions. Oh, so no more movies. Yeah, so there was no more Austin <laughs> Powers like, movies. Oh, there goes You Only Live Shag Twice. twice. <laughs> Come on, Mike Myers, if you're listening, yeah. return, because the Pentaveret will have earned you a bit of money. Do you reckon he had other ones like ready to go? You've only, you only shag twice is great. Yeah. What's in license to thrill? Oh, no, yeah, that's not License good. to shag. Just put shag everywhere. Shag everywhere. Gold member um, is a good one. Thunderballs. Ba- to baby with love. Oh, no, to sue with love's not a Bond film. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Gold member's a great one, though, and obviously it's your favourite. Yeah, it's the best one. Um, I cringed so many times when he talked to Halle Berry or Rosamund Pike. I cringed so many times, full stop. Like yeah. the the dialogue. I know that a lot of the jokes and the dialogue in it are meant to be really corny, really cheesy. Yep. But this was like next level and they weren't funny. It's like that when they went too far with Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Yeah, but not that camp. They were like camp. They needed... Yeah, this this needed to be the end of 
Brosnan's era at Bond, and they needed a reset. Yeah. They were inspired by Batman Begins uh, for Casino Royale in terms of making it grittier, darker, and more personal. Yeah. Well, they came out the same year too. Yeah. They did well um, with Casino Royale. It's a great movie. Uh, 2006, in four years, stay tuned. Yeah. Ah, I see you've met Mr. Bond. I'm sure he's told you all about his Big, thag- big Bang Theory. Oh. Oh. Yes, I got the thrust of it. That doesn't even make any sense. No, well, you can say I got the thrust. No, you can't. No. You um, can't. Because thrust sounds too much like thrush. I talked in the last episode about the amount of money that was spent by brands to get in there. Yeah. I've already mentioned Aston Martin. Uh, obviously, the watches are branded. But Sony obviously paid a lot of money. The guy's got a Sony Ericsson phone. I didn't really notice that. James Bond has a Sony Ericsson phone. Right. Um, and Zhao has a Sony Ericsson phone that gets sent the picture oh, yes. of Bond to then tell Moon. Yeah, um, in English. But also the security cameras in Cuba are Sony. I didn't notice that. I did because I thought, as a businessman... Would you like your security cameras to be shown to be able to just be turned off by security cameras? Anyone can turn us off. Anyone can turn us off, except short people. Yeah, but James Bond is not that tall. I'm not sure that's a great product placement for Sony. No. Who sent you? Your mama. Yeah, shithouse Halle Berry. But not her worst line. She's really been done wrong by some... um, Script writers over the time. She, she read the script before she said yes, whatever. You know, speaking of Halle Berry again, this is the only Bond movie where an other character, oh, a, a Bond girl character, is pictured as largely as James Bond. Do you know why? Oh, were they going to write a spin-off? Well, partly, but she won an Oscar. Like six months before this film came out. So they were like, Halle Berry and Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. (laughs) Oscar winner Halle Berry and Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. So, but unfortunately it was not a great performance. She was all right. You know what bits of them acting were... Like the general reading of the dialogue from most people except Michael Madsen was good. Not by Madonna. No, well, I'm not counting Madonna. She didn't have a great She's done one good movie either. in her life. Two Drinks Cinema, Patreon. Lock, Stock two, and right. Two Smoking Barrels. I don't yeah. know if she's in that. It's Guy Ritchie. Guy she may Ritchie. be in it. Um, the acting that's bad is the kind of act, action acting. Like yeah. when they're flying this and they have to look like they're struggling, it's like really bad and... We're driving the car and it's like, ooh. When, uh, when they're uh, going down in the helicopter pow, and, and shit is flying at the helicopter, their yeah. reactions to that computer-generated stuff hitting the helicopter is terrible. Yeah, that's what, it's stuff like that. Yeah. That no in-between good. kind of acting. Reading yeah. reading words, not too bad, considering how, how bad some of the words were. Madonna, Madonna's not given a great script, but she also is literally seems like she's just reading it. Yeah, she's like, who are you? Have you met? What was your name? It's like when some year eights come to you and they go, we wrote a play, Mr. Hayhow. 
can we look at, can we show it to you? And it's something they wrote at recess and they want to show you at period four. And they're yeah. like, they haven't learnt any of the lines. And so they're saying, would you like to put a... Yeah. Say, no, I don't like cockfights. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but someone does get to say, you live to die another day. Yay. So, I did like that. Uh, it is in there. You know what else looks bad special effects wise? The rest of the movie. Yeah. But the, the, like the scene where they're fighting and the lasers are there. Yeah. Terrible. They, hu- all of them would have gotten hit by a laser. Yeah. Like it's not entrapment where the lasers are still. No. The lasers are all moving. They're all moving. The lasers are random. Even if they do know, even if the lasers aren't random, the only one of the three that would know where the lasers go is Mr. Kill. Kill. Yeah. Pierce is just lucky not to be zapped. Halle Berry is lucky that Mr. Kill decided to set it on super, super slow and then leave the room. Yes. (laughs) Like, just kill her. Oh yeah, well that's the problem with these movies as well. Just shoot them. Yeah. End of end of scene. And end of movie. They just shot James Bond at the start. End of the movie. If one person in North Korea could shoot straight. Yeah. If Rosamond goes, Pike, an MI6 agent as well, could yeah. shoot straight. If if anyone in North Korea could shoot straight, it just goes did it did it did it and the shot is at James Bond uh, and he's dead. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 and then roll uh, credits. Done. Roll credits. North Korean agent, James Bond. Done. Done. Song by Madonna. End. No special effects. Die another. No, you're dead. I don't... I didn't read the credits to find out who the production designer was. (laughs) But did they just decide to rebuild the Sydney Opera House in Iceland? I... I, uh, Maybe. (laughs) It was very... It looks like it was inspired by a Simpsons episode where they build a new opera house or something. It's really wacky. That's the Sydney Opera House. No, it's real wacky. It looks like the Sydney Opera House crossed with the first ever McDonald's store that I assume is what it actually looked like in the founder. (laughs) Right. Uh, Production designer is Peter Lamont. He's dead. Lena's father. Fiddler on the Roof. The Spy Who Loved Me. Aliens. Oh, so he's done some good things. Titanic. Oh. Wow. Wow. Okay. He's yeah. He's done all. He's done. Uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You only you only live twice. Thunderball. Goldfinger. Wow. Oh, so he's done a few Bonds. He's done a lot of British movies. You mentioned editing before. There's one editing issue with the car chase. They're in the yeah. car park. Yeah. Then they're on the open ice. Yep. There's no showing of how they got from car park to open ice. And then they're just out there. No. And if you were in a car chase shootout, you'd put the top of your car up. Oh. And your windows up. Fuck off, James. Yeah, come on. Your car's bulletproof. Yeah. But if you got the windows down... What's the point? I got really distracted at that point because for some reason I was watching it and then the sound stopped. Oh. So I had to go out and come back in again. You didn't miss much. You know what they did? You know who they did the dirty? 
they screwed over. Who? The bad guy. Because at the start, Gustav? he was... he Nah. The, the Zhao. Oh, yeah. The diamonds. He the was face. hot at the start. Yeah, but you have to have a scarred baddie. And then he got diamonds in the face and you were like, yeah, he's still hot. But then he went bald and he got like he started to look like Mr. Freeze. Well, because you, you have to have an ugly scarred baddie. They did him bad. They did the dirty. Mr. Zhao, which I'm is not a Korean a... name. <clears throat> nope. It's a Chinese name. Um, James Bond and his unjustifiable swagger. Oh, that's a good Ooh, line, yeah. actually. And he is a blunt instrument. I also love that he, old mate Gustav, if that's his name. Yes. Um, I I read people's weaknesses really well, and I know that your weakness is women. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. Like, that's not a, a super... He sleeps with, like, three of them every two hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's Everyone knows that about Bond, James Bond. Oh, I've missed your sparkling personality. Oh, God. And then he punches him, and then he goes, how's that for a punchline? That one wasn't bad. That wasn't a bad... I didn't mind that because that was a comeback. That was terrible. That's the laziest line in a Bond movie. No, I thought that was a not bad comeback. I'm not a doctor, right? Okay. But after you pull a woman out oh, of yep. freezing water... Yep. Don't put her in a hot bath. I've watched enough episodes in the cold climate of Chicago of a doctor show, ER. That's going to kill her. That they don't just bang warm them up straight away. You wrap them up in foil and then they kill them and then you inject them with heated saline so it, you know, gets them right up to back just to normal temperature. Just put her in your car with the warming on. Yeah. Aston Martins have heated seats. That's much yeah. better than jumping into a 40-degree pool. I know like in the Nordic countries like Iceland, they do go from the sauna out into the snow. That's yeah. different yeah. to almost dying of drowning in ice cold yeah. water and probably hypothermia. She would have gone into shock. She would have died. I'm not a doctor, but she would have gone into shock. She would have died. I'm not a doctor. Don't try this out at home. Um, All this amazing technology, mm-hmm. right? Cars invisible. Yep. A ring that smashes glass. Yeah. When Halle Berry and Pierce Brosnan get to a chain link fence, all they've got is one pair of tin snips. <laughs> like, we got to get on that plane that's already flying. Snip, 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 snip. snip. Not just watch. <laughs> yeah. Because surely Halle Berry's got gadgets from Michael Madsen. You would think so. If the MI6 has gadgets, the CIA would have gadgets yeah. because America is a country built on an inferiority complex. So they would have better gadgets than MI6. Yes. Speaking um, of Michael Madsen. He's terrible. Sorry, he's not great. He's awful. We love him in Kill Bill. I love him in Kill Bill. There's no chemistry between Michael Madsen and Halle Berry. There's no chemistry between Michael Madsen and anybody else. There's chemistry between Judy Dench and Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Right? Because they're It's like agents. a mother-son kind they're of They're agents that have worked together for a long time. Yeah. And you assume by the dialogue that Michael Madsen and Halle Berry have worked together for a long time. Ever stop. And then they yeah. move on. And he goes... Yeah. He goes, I'm going to kill Uma Thurman. And then moves on. And then he goes, now I don't want to anymore. Let her come and kill me. Yeah. And then Daryl Hannah... Kills him instead. Sticks the snake onto him. Two Drink Cinema, Patreon. <laughs> Kill Bill 1 and 2. 
Speaking of sword fights, like between oh, uh, anyone, put a in shirt on. Kill Bill. Her tits do not need to be out. Why does she randomly rock up? Halle Berry's flying the plane through this sunbeam or whatever it's is going on. It's some dominatrix shit. And then, bam, Rosamund Pike's there in a sports bra. But like, shit's going down. Like she might not be in the part of the plane where there's fighting. Yep. But Rosamund Pike would know that shit's going down. She wasn't asleep. And then at some point... She, she was in her pyjamas. At some point, she's decided, oh, I'm going to have to help Gustav here. I better wear the sexiest thing in my wardrobe yeah. and make sure you can see half my yarbos yeah. just in case I need to sword fight the other hot chick in the movie. Yeah. Unnecessary. Um, You know what else? I thought The Art of War was a bigger book. No, it's about... It's a novella, really. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a bigger book than that, like, um, Seventh-day Adventist It looks like leaflet a, yeah, that was that gets, punched through. Yes. <laughs> it looks like a passport. I thought it was a passport. I thought it was... Like, why are, we, why, are we, why are we making a significant thing of that knife stabbed through a British passport? I thought it was like, sometimes when you go to Sunday school or whatever, they give you a book that's just one book of the Bible... With a fancy oh, yeah, yeah. pleather cover. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was something like that. It's like, no, it's The Art of War. Yeah, it's the Art of War yeah. is a big book. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of things in there. Yeah, there's Unless a lot. it's very small writing. The Art of War is about 81,000 words and 273 pages. No, not in this movie. <laughs> the duration is one hour and seven minutes of audiobook? No. Oh, it's in... I suppose translated, maybe it's less it's in words. Chinese. They read yeah. quicker. No, <laughs> that's not what I was saying. <laughs> read this, bitch. Oh god, <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, time to face gravity. Time to face the reviewers of Google. I tell you what, it's not a. Yeah, we'll save it for the score. Save it for the score. Oh. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. All right, some reviews from Google. I've got a five-star to start with. Okay. This guy really loved it. Oh, shit. Interesting and innovative. You'll see how much he loves it by this list. Interesting and innovative. The plot, the fight, the technology, and the plot were all impressive and innovative. (laughs) It keeps the adrenaline up, and it's a good James Bond movie to watch time and time again. Oh, I have a one star. Okay. I apologize for its length, but it was almost as if somebody wrote it after listening to what we've just said. We'll just copy right? it to be the blog post on our website. <clears throat> Die Another Day is the Batman and Robin of the James Bond franchise. Suck it. it. It's even worse than Batman and Robin. Horrifically bad CGI, nonstop sex puns, the windsurfing scene, a giant space laser... 
invisible cars, a virtual reality scene involving MI6 headquarters, even more terrible CGI, cringe-inducing one-liners, extremely over-the-top villains even for Bond standards, Madonna's horrendously bad theme song, Die Another Day, which is the worst thing about the movie and the worst Bond theme song in the entire series. Wrong every single one. That'll do. (laughs) Then he says he feels bad for um, Pierce Brosnan. Well, Pierce Brosnan also chose to make Mamma Mia. I know that there are people that actually like this movie, and that's fine. At least you didn't suffer through it like I did, and it was my idea to watch it anyway. And at least I didn't suffer through it alone, as my parents were there with me, and we all make fun of it all the time now, so that's a plus, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have another one. No one can literally beat Pierce Brosnan as James Bond. I think about six people can. Well, from my point of view, it is the third best movie in the James Bond movie series after Goldeneye and Skyfall. So the number two movie isn't Pierce. I really love the whole film. The first action scene was really amazing. The serving scene in Antarctica was hilarious. I don't know when they went to Antarctica. The climax was also nice. When the aeroplane blasts and the helicopter comes out and saved Jinx and Bond, I liked. When Jinx almost died in that cold water but Bond saved her through his invisible car was superb. The sword fighting scene was a masterpiece and I must suggest that never listen to people and lyrics opinion mainly social media. Judge a film after seeing it only like Spider-Man 3, a masterpiece like this Die Another Day film. What what was that sentence? That made no sense. Well, I think he was trying Spider-Man to say... Spider-Man 3's bad? Don't listen to other people's reviews. Watch it for yourself. But then he wrote about 150 words of a review of Die Another Day telling you to watch Die Another Day. Yeah. Die Another Day movie, god-awful film, I know this is a bad movie. This movie is worse than Resident Evil, the final chapter. Well, that's a big call. It's <laughs> a very random, Cody. A Common Sense Media... Oh, yes. All right. Parents say, The final adventure of canonical James Bond books and films. Well, not really. And this was written three years ago. Canonical? Part of the giant story world Yeah, but is canon. I don't know if canonical is a word. Bond turns 77 and it's time to retire, although it's not mentioned in the film. Bond gets captured and gets a beautiful beard during the time of imprisonment. Beautiful beard. Then he gets back and it's time for a new mission. I'm not sure there was any reference to him retiring. Unless it was at the end of the last one. Oh, no, because he got he got his double O taken away. This one's a two star. He gets his double O taken away every third movie. That's true. Danger of brain damage. Ooh. It's like a video game, all action and no plot. By the time you've finished watching it, you've... You'll have lost brain cells. There is also a large chance of hearing loss. The sex scene is explicit for an M-rated film and the NSA agent is clearly seen having an orgasm. Yes, (laughs) she is. They had to, for the MCAA, for the censors, they had to make that scene seven seconds shorter. Oh. So it's probably the quickest orgasm Halle Berry's ever had. Let's do the chat. I have to say, the lack of the plot, I don't think the issue is that there's no plot. I think the issue is that there's too much going on. You know what, though? There's the diamonds. There's Korea. There's Iceland. Is there there's scorpions? Icarus. There's scorpions. There's this gene 
Therapy? Therapy, face swapping, change race and accent. It's weird. Can I tell you, though? Bit weird, that I couldn't tell you the plot of any James Bond film. He is trying to save the day while sleeping with women. Yeah, no, that's the premise of every Bond film. But what's the story of Quantum of Solace? I haven't seen it. Like, what's the story of No Time to Die? Um, That he um, is trying to save his daughter... While having sex with other women. While having sex with other women. See, the the stories are so complicated that I almost, when I watch a Bond film, just go, he's trying to do shit and he has to fight people. That's what I watch Bond for. The plot is that nobody else can do his job. Yeah, and sleep with women. Yeah. On the Chad S. Minquo score... I hope you cried. uh, I did not cry. (laughs) What a surprise. Mm. I wasn't overly emotional. About this film, I no. The emotion I felt was embarrassment. House, the Ice Palace is Ice huge. Palace is huge. Three, but it's more like a hotel. Yeah, two. Because he doesn't. He lives in that big dome shit, though. He three. lives in something that's big enough that when you point at it, you can say that's a diamond mine. That's true. But That's it's actually his house. And they three. end up on some little house on the cliff. Little house on the prairie. That has, he- that has helicopter parking at the ending. Yeah, it just happens to be perfectly flat next to a shack on the oh, beach. Oh, and leave, leave it in. No, Ooh. it's Oh, that was... That make... Speaking of... Next... Arousal. <laughs> five. <laughs> five out of five. Seriously. Everyone is horny. That scene at the end was uncomfortable. Yeah. When it, the voiceover of, no, don't take it out yet. Oh, leave it in a bit longer. I'm not oh, it done fits yet. Perfectly. It fits perfectly. Blah. Oh. Blah. Drinks. Disgusting. There's well, a mojito. He does have one martini. Have one martini and there's a little bit of drinking at that party, but there's not that much drinking. And I haven't seen a Coke or a Pepsi. I'm going to say that it's a two. There's literally mm, two drinks. Two drink cinema. Yeah. Should be a five. No. Because it's... After the... Yeah. No. Uh, Stand-up ability. No. Effects are terrible. Effects are terrible. Hashtag me too. Yeah, problematic. The song's awful. One. One and a half. Okay. These are we given error. Oh, one. You give a one, I give a one and a half. Yep, 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 yep. Because Judy Dench (laughs) is still good. Okay, I'll give her one. (laughs) I'll give half a point to Halle Berry, half a point to Judy Dench. Memorability. No. One I remember Halle Berry. I don't remember this movie compared to other Bond movies. I don't remember it as well, much. Well, you can't say I actually, I how well you Ice. remember. You remember Goldeneye yeah. because you've played it a thousand times on the N64. Yeah. I'm um, saying a one for I'm going to go a one as well because I remember Halle Berry and Ice. Oh, look out, look out, Connie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Impact. No. Nah. Gave us Rosamund Pike. Gave us Rosamund Pike. It got rid of this type of Bond movie. That's probably worth... I'm giving it two. One point for Rosamund Pike and one point for killing Pierce Brosnan's Bond. But they kept... Uh, they Judy kept Judy Dench. and John. Very good. John wasn't in Casino Royale. Wasn't he? No. That would have been very odd for John Cleese to pop up in Casino Royale. I thought he was still in it. It did, it did old mate take over then. Young mate. Yeah, I think young mate took over. Oh. 
is that am I holding the impact score while you decide whether or not John Cleese is worth a point? Felix Leiter. Um, Felix Leiter's not in this one. No, but I just say that name. I have to say it like that. I don't know why, because he's American. Is there a Q? He's Jeffrey Wright. There may not be a Q. No, there's impact. no Q in Casino Royale. Impact of maybe a one and a half or a two. Well, which is it? A 1.75 then? Nah, one and a half. One and a half. Nostalgia. GoldenEye has nostalgia because of the Nintendo 64. GoldenEye has nostalgia, nostalgia for nostalgia. me. This doesn't have nostalgia for me. One. Fuck. <laughs> one. Oh, this is getting bad. Yeah, I'm going to give it a one and a half. Quotability. Um, I've never read said, this bitch. do you know my Big Bang Theory? Yo, mama. I've never said that either. Um, you don't chase dreams, you live them. Very wise. Yeah, well, I sleep much more than Gustav Gray, so um, I can't use that one. One and one, a half. One and a half. Overall rating. One and a half. One and a half. 1.75. There's too much going on that they don't go into it enough. Which I suppose is, like you said, a lot of Bond movies. But... Yeah. No. The acting is okay. The dialogue is terrible. The song's terrible. The CGI is bad. The directing's bad. The editing's bad. Okay. All right. Here's our totals. Oh, no. On the Chad score... um, Oh, hang on. I just got to make sure I haven't fucked this up. It could be saved a bit by arousal. Or did we give Steve Buscemi's character some arousal points in Conair? So, for your reference, our bottom three movies Uh-oh. are Conair, yep. 25 and a half. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> the Rescuers, 26 and a half. Ooh, that's really low. Starship Troopers, 28.25. Okay. Then there's a bit of a gap. To Sue with Love, 34.25. <laughs> so there's a bit of a gap there. This mm. is Die Another Day. On the Chad score, it has a 10. Oh, okay. Okay? Yep. Half of which Aided, is arousal. Half of which is arousal. <laughs> three of which is... An ice palace. Ice palace. Yeah. I don't know. Alcohol, two out of five. They have two drinks. Yeah. I'd maybe, uh, okay, one. Because it's not even it's, like it's a they long make movie. a thing about... James Bond drinking. drinking a martini. He didn't even say shake and not stir. Shake and not stir. He didn't no. even order the drink. Okay, one. One. And a yeah. half. One. 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 All right. So now we've the Chad score. We're allowed to adjust it. It's our scale. Yeah. The Still. S Minko, a lot of arousal. Yeah. The S Minko oh, no. score is 16.25. Oh, my God. So. That is terrible. <laughs> the total score is 25.25. <laughs> It has scored half a point lower Yay. than Con Air. <laughs> I will say, I think it is a worse movie than Con Air. I'd rather rewatch Con Air, Con Air than this. The action special effects better. When ship blows up in Con Air, yeah. it's better than windsurfing off the bonnet of a land racer, land jet car thing. Yeah. 25.25. For Die Another Day. How's that go? Please, please save it. Pick a good one for next week, please. Well, there's going to be a couple of changes next week, by the way, listeners. Be prepared for that. This is the end of season three. Are we seasons? We've done three seasons in one year. (laughs) Okay. Um, So with the changes, should we say say the score's done? Well, yeah. 
this is it. So we're done with the... Okay, so one of the exciting changes, which we'll talk later next week, is that there will no longer be a Chad S. Minkwo score. Oh. Which is odd. We've ended up with 24 films scored on the Chad S. Minkwo oh, right. score. And it's and just a pity I couldn't quite make it so A League of Their Own was the top. No. Godfather, 62 and a half out of 75. I mean... It's good. Horny. No, it was that was, that was saved drinking. by quotability and drinking and, and drinking. impact. And, and and actually the overall movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll put the rankings of all of these on our socials. But the top movie scored ten and a quarter points more uh than or something like that. It scored forty almost more points. Than die another day. Yeah, that's so a lot. The range of scores out of seventy five goes from twenty five point two five to sixty two and a half. Yeah. So don't come at us and say we only watch yeah, good movies. Good movies, because we clearly don't. We clearly don't. <laughs> there are there are many more movies below fifty out of seventy five than there are above it. Anyway, we've done twenty four movies on the Chattis Minko scale. From next week, we're going to have a slightly updated. Score sheet. I'm torn. Starting with what film? Well, I'm a bit torn. Natalie Imbruglia style. Mm. Okay. This movie was released on the 22nd of July, 2002. 22nd of July, 2002. Yep. Gold member. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I wanted to do it anyway. But then yep. the connection that then we discussed in the movie, let's do. I was, was like, that actually your trivia? <laughs> yeah, that. And then it is. Um, it grossed two hundred and ninety six point seven million from a sixty three million dollar budget. And then I had That's that it bad. was directed by Jay Roach, and then I had that it stars Mike Myers, Mike Myers, Mike Myers, Beyonce. <laughs> um, it grossed two hundred million more than Die Another Day. Dino the Day did shit. Four hundred thirty-one million in the yeah. box office off a hundred and forty-two million budget. Yeah. Um, Cost twice as much and took two hundred million less. Well, half the cast is one guy. That's why. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You've only got to pay him one and a half um, credits. Yeah, so I was going to do that, but then I was going to do another one, but I'm like, nah, stuff it. All right, we talked about it. Uh, how are we uh, triviaing? Let's do a six degrees. We do a six degrees first, shall we? Okay. From um, gold member to die another day. It's from five six, die another day, which spells dad in acronyms. Okay. Yeah. All right, Mike Myers, B. Yonce. Judy Dench, Rosamond Pike. Hmm. This is not an easy one. No, I'm kind of struggling. Um, who else is in that? You know what's could be really dodgy. I'm going to do it. Mark Scheiman. No. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Is in Gold Member. Yes. Who's in Shakespeare in Love with Judy Dench. Why is that dodgy? Well, because she's kind of in it just as a cameo as herself. She's in it. There you go. 
Done. All right. Done. Thanks, Brett. Do we do a known for? Nah. Nah. That's enough. That's enough. Okay. We don't want to give Die another day any more time. <laughs> no more time for Die another day. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Be prepared uh, for some changes next week. If you haven't hit subscribe, uh, then make sure you do so. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Jeez. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese.